Are you someone who's forever curious about personal development and always looking to listen, read, learn and seek out what might work for you? Life is one long windy road that we know takes teamwork. It can be tough to navigate alone, even if you're pretty good at self-coaching. So we're here to discuss all things coaching and self-development in the hope that we get to be part of your team, supporting you to enjoy your journey. In this episode, Alex and Jen discuss all things trust, what it is, how it plays out in coaching, what we can do to be more trusting, and of course, trust ourselves. Welcome to Coffee and Coaching. Other hot drinks are available. So grab one, sit back and listen. One second. <laughs> it's nice to hear from you too. One sec. Okay. Seems like hey, we did one of these. Yep. <laughs> okay, okay. Welcome to episode. Five? Six. 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 Episode six of yep. Coffee and Coaching. Thanks for correcting me. With myself, Alex Manos, and my co-host. Oh. <laughs> Shall we start again? <laughs> okay. That's right. You, we'll get um, it by... Well, just out of it, you're um, breaking up ever so slightly as well. There's a bit of a crackle on your... So you might want to start oh, again. I don't know. Start again. Start again. Welcome everyone to episode six of Coffee and Coaching with myself, Alex Manos, and my co-host. Jen Nichols. Look at that for we timing. Are, that was perfect. That was, that was the best yet. That was the best yet. <laughs> See, that just proves we you are, need to rehearse these things. <laughs> <laughs> We're coming on the back of a little break. So we had a bit of time to think about our next topic. And Jen, this was your topic actually that you came yeah. up with. We're yep. going to talk about trust dun, dun, dun. Dun. and all that has to entail so we hope you're well and thank you for listening and for those of you that comment and rate us thank you very much for that it really does help what's let's get mug? cracking what's in your mug uh, yeah, what's in my mug? Uh, vanilla chai Ooh, that is fancy know. it's very fancy isn't it you yeah just a boring old coffee <laughs> How'd you take your coffee, Jen? Um, with a tiny dash of milk. That's it. A tiny dash of milk. Yeah, just a little bit of milk. Good, good. It's my turn to ask you a difficult question to start with, isn't it? Oof. Go on then. I mean, I don't know if it's going to be that difficult. I'm not sure um, if I've got the cognitive capacity. <laughs> <laughs> so, what is trust? Oh. Trust is a choice. Um, yeah, it, it's the it's the kind of the, the state of being of honouring the truth, isn't it? Just um, yeah, it's really it's a, it's quite an abstract concept, isn't it? When you start mm. to look at mm. it and start to read about it, which I did this morning, um, because part of the, part of my degree is about getting to the truth. So the whole, you know, kind of research projects and stuff that you have to 
um, immerse yourself in is about getting to the truth. And then you're like, but what is the truth? Because it's and then and then you know I looked at the, at the at that and broke that down and you've got the four different types of truth, which are objective, normative, subjective, and then the complex truth, which is a combination of all of it, um, and that just absolutely blows my mind. <laughs> quite frankly, <laughs> it's um, it's a very strange concept, isn't it? Maybe we should talk about truth and then trust. Mm, yeah. <laughs> how does the how do the two how do the two relate? Because that's a slightly I've not I've not made that link between the two before. Yeah, I did. Um, well, I guess trust. I was also reading a few bits. Um, we are we tend to trust people um, or the advice that we're given if we expect to hear it, which I thought was really interesting. So mm. we te- and we tend to trust people as well that are more physically attractive. Did you know? I did average. know that. Yeah, I, <laughs> um, I did know that. Which made me laugh because um, I then read a little bit about that as well. So you know, George Clooney's no expert in coffee, but we trust his good taste. You know, it's, it's stuff like it's really. But isn't that bizarre? We How... also test. We also trust people with a northern accent more than we do. Yes. Any yeah. Other accent. Isn't it? Um, Geordie accent is the most. Yeah. Um. Kind of trustworthy. Yeah. It's um. Um. And it, and if we see people as having an axe to grind, if we see somebody as kind of quite um aggressive, or kind of pushy with their um information or advice or whatever, we tend not to trust them either. So mm. I mean, you know, politicians spring to mind there, but um, yeah, it's um. Yeah, I just it is quite a quite a it's an emotion, isn't it? trust i think yeah. sometimes it's it's a, we're kind of based in emotion like kind of gut feeling type stuff if i may jane and yeah this, go for it what's your um well no no i was going to ask you another question as well actually because okay. it may it, it may help because because it is abstract it is of course and when things are abstract it sometimes helps to bring your own personal experience into it mm. what's what's your experience of trust your own personal journey and story or experience of trust? Um, quite a bad one, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, I've always been a trust no one kind of person, um, having felt like, and again, this might this might not be true, this is my subjective truth, um, that feeling of being let down a lot. But having said that now, um, I think a lot of that is because I projected my values on people and when they didn't live up to my values and what I would do in certain situations or say or whatever behave, um, I felt let down and therefore my trust has, my trust, it takes, it takes a lot to earn my trust. (laughs) I'm really glad that you, you, sorry if I interrupted you. No, 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 no. I'm really glad that you put this uh, concept in because a while ago, it must have been a year or 18 months ago, I put a, I asked a question or I posed a, I put a slide on, on Instagram and I said, it was about trust. And I gave two options. And the first option was trust no one until they give you a reason to, or trust everyone until they give you reasons not to. Mm. And I was like, which one? Actually, I think you answered that one at some point. Oh, God. I'm feeling you might have, I have to check back and see where they answered it. Um, so it sounds like you've been on the 
I can't remember which, which, which one I said first, but the like, yeah, don't trust, trust no one until they, yeah, until they give you reasons, reasons too. Yeah. yeah. Is that still how you mostly see um, it? Yes and no. Mm-hmm. Um, I think context is important, depends who and what and where, and, you know, depends what's going on. Um, I, I think it comes back to questioning everything again as well. Um, I see, I'm starting to see, I, I, I've done a very good job of putting people on pedestals my whole life. And then you get, you know, severely disappointed, don't you, by doing that very often. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. So I've started to learn to not to do that. So don't put, don't put all your trust in, in somebody like that because we're all human. Um, and I think that's what I've learned a lot about trust is we're all human and, and you absolutely have to take all those truths like you know the objective the normative the subjective all that stuff t- that to build trust in somebody yeah. um and i'm from the point of coaching um trust and truth and all that kind of stuff oh it starts with you like if you don't trust yourself or if you don't take the time to figure out all those different truths around you yeah. um you know that that they're the foundations of trust i think Hundred percent, and I'm I'm glad that's sort of come around in a bit of a circle. Because if I I give you my little bit of a background of my personal relationship with it, and I always remember, it must have I think it was the parting words or the the last session when I sort of finished my um, when I was having some psychotherapy a few years back, and I, I I was stood at the door and I was like, it's all about trust, isn't it? I mean, the whole this whole thing, the whole two. two now it was like and she went yep and i went it's it's about trusting myself and she went yep (laughs) so and that was it it was like oh right okay because we can project of course you can project and you can have people that you do trust and you don't trust and that is um that is very real you know people are gonna let you down people are more reliable etc etc however having established that that's going to happen in your life it's can you then trust yourself to deal with any of those wobbles of trust externally and yet you come back to this almost non-floundering kind of state of okay i trust i've got this whatever happens so that's not an easy place to get to because people are going to really really disappoint you you know and if you haven't gotten over a lot of early childhood stuff or even more adults stuff relationships teachers work colleagues whatever that's been and all those really knock you off you know your center essentially what you're declaring to yourself is i I don't trust myself to to be able to withstand these knocks that life is going to give me and that was like because you know, I'd spent a lot of time talking about trust and, uh, you know, cheating and all this kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, it's not about the other person. <laughs> it's all about me. And I know it sounds really cliche, you know, all, it all, but it does. Mm. And you can give yourself credit for owning your uh, adaptability to things that will happen in life 
that is really building your trust muscle. And again, you know, I think we spoke about courage and confidence and, and it is a muscle that you strengthen. Um, it does come from experiences that you've had, granted, but you then need to kind of look at yourself and go, what is it that's showing up for me? What is it that I'm not trusting within myself to move forward and then maybe go towards one of those two options slightly more? Because I don't think it's, or I don't think it's like, well, I'm just going to trust no one until they give me reasons to. No. Trust. Um, I'm going to trust everyone until they give me reasons not to. It's like, uh, this is, this, this, where are we on that line? And maybe if you're too far the other way or one way, it can then sort of maybe have a, a, a not a balanced relationship with trust. Yeah, it's disruptive either way, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. But trust is trust is a is a huge part of the foundations of just like any relationship, like any relationship, particularly with yourself. I think we keep coming back to the self because that's what coaching is all about, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, but I've got, I mean, I came up with... I guess kind of a few ways to um to uh, it, like in how to think about trust and how to use it and how to to because it co- it comes back to what you say it's about boundaries as well isn't it I mean they're, they're all these things intertwine don't they we're going to mention the same kind of things like communication yeah. again and, and all the rest of it but I think if you start with respect if you can respect yourself enough to allow or consent to listening to the different truths around you the different Mm. information the stuff that comes at you and then being able to get yourself into a state of um i guess competency to to gather all the different information all the different truths that are that are available to you in order to make an informed choice so that you you know you kind of swing either way then don't you as to that um whether you trust or don't Mm. um and then maintain maintain your integrity about it. Have those boundaries, like keep keep those boundaries, um, but have that kind of kind candor, if you like, um, and openness to listening to and absorbing all those different truths and information, or whatever, however you want to put it. Um, and then you've got a responsibility. You've got a responsibility to yourself to start with, to keep yourself accountable to to sort of upholding those boundaries you're kind of responsible for for your use of trust um mm-hmm. i guess is the way put it like, and your use of the truth um because with all that knowledge that you acquire what do you do with it so that they would be my kind of what's that three four four steps to of how, how to it's not even it's not even how to trust, is it? It's how to maybe deal with learning how to trust. I'm not sure how to put that. Yeah, or or maybe the so I'm gonna jump in here. It, maybe mm. it's the elements of trust. So yeah. and I'm I stole this. I heard this. Did I hear it or did I read it or something? I think I heard it. And when I heard it, I was like, Oh, that's good. And you've actually mentioned two of the one two three okay. seven two of the seven components of trust so the, i'm gonna i stole this from brene brown and she was she was talking about trust she's like what do i feel that the components of trust are and the acronym that she gave for this was braving so b-r-a-v-i-n-g and i'll we'll go through them one by one because i think they're really really useful uh, so just again for if you want to write this down it's braving the first one is exactly that it's boundaries so it's having those set 
parameters as to what is acceptable, non-acceptable? Like, where do you sit in that? What are you going to, you know, what behaviors, you know, how we spoke about last time in terms of communication and behavior, what behaviors are you going to call out? And where do you, where do you draw that line in terms of what your almost negotiables, non-negotiables are around trust? So you have very firm, well, a reasonably firm set of um, boundaries around that. So that's the first one. The second one is reliability, you know, and reliability put, put um, you know, put simply is just doing the same thing over and over again. And that is going to breed trust because if you see the repeated patterns, either, uh, you know, positive, negative, detrimental or not, that will give you a certain sense of trust one way or another. So if somebody consistently shows up early or if they are consistently lying about eating cheese and drinking wine at a party exactly um (laughs) it's going to build that it's going to build that reliability of their behavior and it's going to alter your relationship with trust the third one is your accountability okay so taking accountability for your own actions in that so there could be a spin-off here in terms of looking at how people apologize as well. Um, and that's maybe, that could actually be a whole podcast in itself in terms of how to apologize, what it means to apologize. But having that accountability to stand up for when you've either wronged someone or, or not, that's going to create a real openness of, of trust. The fourth one, V, was that there's an element of privacy and, and the V stands for vault. It's like, we are here and this is our sacred kind of space. And I think that's really important when we talk about coaching relationship and, you know, it goes without saying that stuff that gets said within a coaching relationship stays between you and the, and the, and the client, but establishing that vault to say, Hey, on this topic, this is where we keep this information. Like we do not share this with anyone else or Mm -hmm. Do you know what we keep we we share with that one other person? When you're looking at relationships, having that um, again, it's a boundary of vault. So where, where is our safe space here to talk about what we're going to talk about? It's going to create some trust. The next one is integrity. Okay, so making sure that you practice what you preach and you don't just talk a good game and and you you have uh, integrity in your actions. Um, the last two, N and G, non-judgmental. Okay, so you have to come from a place of, you know, non-critical, uh, non-judgment, and more objective, more open, more empathetic, for sure. And the last one was generosity. And I, I don't, I got to admit, I, I don't think I took very good notes on that one, but I wasn't sure exactly what that meant. Um, but I'm going to put it in there, and maybe I'll go back to it. Being generous point, it was, with your trust. Maybe, maybe it's been, maybe it's been generous and being. Yeah, maybe it's been generous with your trust. Yeah, we we can we can leave it at that. So I think that's just a really nice way of looking at it. And when you have maybe if you've got trust issues, you go, what is it about this that's not? Oh, right, they're not reliable or. Do you know what I did? I actually gossiped about that thing that the person told me about, so I didn't keep it sacred in that space. Um, or, you know, I talk a good game, but the other person doesn't trust me. It's like, well, okay, well, they don't see you doing the thing that you're talking about doing. So you could go through that and go, right, 
what do we need? So I find that really, really useful. I come back to it at times and hopefully it might help the listeners as well. How do you know when you can trust somebody? <laughs> I mean, you know, maybe put it into a coaching concept that how, how, it's, yeah. it's huge, isn't it? But how, well, no, go on. Ask, ask that first oh. question first. Ask that first. Okay. I, okay. My, my less educated and wise self would have perhaps characterize someone as a whole, as a non-trusting person, as in, I just don't trust that person, mm. which is a very generalized statement. And when you're emotional about something or someone, it's very easy to, it's very easy to, you know, assassinate their character by just making those kind of remarks, which isn't really true. What I try to do now is look again at the components of that person and go, do you know what? This person, it's just very unlikely I can trust them to be on time or to remember to pack this or to do this. But do you know what they're really good at? That, like they just nail that. I don't have to worry. I don't have any trust issues with them uh, getting... Oh God, I can, I can, I'm trying to think of examples in I mean, my it's life. A bit behavior, it can be a, it? So it's behavior, behavior. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And what that does is it makes you more balanced in terms of your relationships to that person. So you know how you need to act. So you're like, right, what can I, what do I need to influence? What do I need to sort of like nanny at times? What do I need to keep on top of this person? What do I really need to not do? And in a coaching relationship, there are times where you'll be like, do you know what? I know this person just always forgets to fill in their prequel questions or they, or something. And it's like, I, I'm okay with that. I'll give them a nudge. But I know that when they're, in the conversation like they're fully on it like i can trust mm -hmm. them that they are they're not going to be distracted everything's switched off they've got no one coming in so you just take it with a pinch of salt and you learn that not everyone is a hundred percent trustworthy all the time and that comes back to your pedestal concept is like there is no saint you know that is just or there's no you know that there's just operates their life and is a hundred percent trustworthy all the time it just doesn't happen mm. you know and times in my life where i've definitely not kept my word on stuff like even now at times i'm not, I'm not going to profess to always keeping my word on stuff you forget stuff things happen you think something's not as important um i've got better at it for sure but i do know that with certain things you know, with certain work things whether that's time management whether that's giving somebody you know doing a letter whether that's you know, giving them a nudge a couple of days beforehand for the prequel questions, whether it's been on time for the for the meetings, all that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, I trust myself a hundred percent that I can always maintain that level of responsibility and reliability in the action. But that's quite interesting. I pick up on something you said there because yeah. you um the the onus there can be on both of you. So being um you adapted your behavior for that person to be able to still trust them if that makes sense so you you recognize that they're not very good at filling in the questionnaire and therefore you adapt your behavior in order to keep that relationship going so that, that's yeah. quite an important point to mention actually about trust that it's it's a two-way street isn't it it is a two-way street and any relationship is a two-way street because you can't it's very hard to to go through life with 
a feeling that you need to change somebody to be a little bit more more like you to make your life easier because the things that you get they don't so it's like oh, i'm going to teach them how to do that now of course you know people do shift towards certain behaviors and certain actions of other people that they spend time with. they go oh God, i wish i was a little bit more like that what do i need to do for that okay i'll do that but it is totally, you know, you've got to give up. I think sometimes you've got to give up your own ego and your own assessment of yourself to go, right, I'm great at this. This person's not brilliant at it. I'm okay to be that person to make them perhaps a little bit better at this, or even just that person to support them for this for however long it takes. Mm. So if they're at a stage where they don't want to massively own that, I think as someone you know, in that professional capacity, you can do that. Now, I think at some point also you have to make that decision as to do I need to pull away a little bit? Do I need to test this person a little bit? Do I need to just kind of go, oh, actually, I'm, I'm not going to send them the nudge this time and just see what happens. Not as a for punishment and just trickery, but just see whether they'll step into that leadership a little bit more whether they'll step into owning that part of themselves that they're not very good at. Does that make sense? Yeah, to reduce your assumptions as well. That helps reduce your assumptions, doesn't it, about the other yeah, person? Yeah, it does. Um, and it might, might, it's funny because my coach did it to me. and uh, You know, he'd always send me a reminder every every month, two days before. It's like, hey, pre-call questions, you know, and then like this was eight, nine, ten months. And I knew it was kind of coming. So I had that little safety blanket. And then he didn't do it once. <laughs> I was like, oh, you didn't do it. I was like... Like, yeah, you you should get it by now. And it was yeah. not take some responsibility, like, it, Alex. Come on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> take some responsibility. And I, I didn't feel bad about it. He wasn't, you know, it, 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 we actually kind of laughed about it a little bit on on the messaging. Um yeah, so that that's being specific with your trust is really important, I think. And knowing, yeah, that's how that's how I'd leave that. Mm. Makes sense. Are we done? <laughs> no, we can go forever. Should we sit in silence for a little bit? It's a, it is a big a, one to ponder. Yeah. Um, did you have any more questions? I know you had some um, tricky I guess what, or I don't know how, how do you, or how have you learned to trust yourself? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to, so I actually just had a really interesting conversation with a client earlier and even though it wasn't around this topic, it actually is around this topic. And I learned to trust myself more when I felt that I could say stuff and do stuff without thinking that I'm doing it to put on a show or to perform. Mm. so i felt that i guess by surround mm -hmm. no go on sorry got i guess by surrounding myself with more like-minded people doing more of the things that i feel comfortable doing and not worrying whether or not that person will continue to like me will continue to find me funny will continue to pay me to be their coach will continue to come back as a as a as a client as a physiotherapist all those kind of things 
built that inner trust to go right whatever i kind of do here and whatever i principles i live by and the values that i that i hold high i'll be okay and whatever gets taken away or put into my life it kind of won't rattle me too much now that's the desired state i would like to that i feel like i live in quite a bit of the time do i get knocked at times yeah i do but it's way less than before way way less than before mm. and for me it's about seeking people that you can be open with and, and and fully kind of express yourself with and it's it's not a performance you know it doesn't feel like you're this person that you're not really um yeah, yeah that's, that's become, what i would say you have to become your own credible communicator don't you with yourself um and i find that if you if you balance your messages to yourself as well so you take it comes back to these different types of truths so you look at mm. the objective you look at the normative you look at the subjective you look at how you feel about it you look at all of them together mm. um to make and, and actively engage with all that as well like, like really look at them properly you know kind of like critical analysis of each one so that you mm. become a bit more open to all the all that different information in order to make a, a, a kind of self-trusted informed decision about yourself somebody any you know any, whatever's going on around you yeah, I, I'll tell you what else just sprung to mind as I got better at doing and I encourage my clients to do is to say no to things mm. and to not to over does in the long run is decrease the trust that you have in yourself to do stuff. Yep. So, you know, earlier on in your life, you're like, yep, I can, I can do it. I'll, I'll deliver that by that. And you're like, oh God, and, and you end up either overworking and your something else gets put behind or you just start not delivering on those things. So then other people don't trust you, but actually internally what's going on is you don't trust yourself to do that. So then you mm -hmm. don't take any other stuff on. So the ability to say, Hey, I don't know this, or I don't think I've got time for this now, or do you know what? I can't, I can't take on that project you've asked me to do. I've got too many things going on. or I need to let this go. Or your kids asking you like, I, I can't do that with you today. Like that just builds that inner confidence, inner trust of you explicitly, like I say, communicating, you know, what you can and can't do. Well, and to summarize that, be honest to improve your trustworthiness. <laughs> yeah. That's what it comes down to, doesn't it? People that people know where they stand. If you know where you stand with somebody, you're more likely to trust them, aren't you? I think. Hundred percent, and that goes yeah. back to you know the, the, those couple of points with the braving acting. It's like the re reliability and accountability in terms of like mm. if they just do it more often than not, and if they take that ownership, and if they're doing what they say they do, you've got a high chance that you can trust that person yeah. for that particular thing. Mm. Yeah, and you see it. You know, it's like you, you see it in sort of high performance teams. You know, you you know that certain people will trust to give the ball to somebody at the end of a game or to do this or to mark that person or to be the penalty taker, whatever it is. It's like they've done it so often that it's just ingrained within them that they trust to do it. Yeah. And you sort of don't really start to test the waters, you know, in those high pressure situations by, by giving that ownership to somebody else. Like it doesn't really make sense, does it? 
But it's interesting well, that that's all based on behaviour as well, isn't it? So not what people are saying, but mm. what they're actually doing, and the kind of mm. Um, mm. yeah. So that that that's probably one of the foundations of trust as well, isn't it? What do what do people actually do? How do yeah. they behave? What's the what's the evidence for all of that? Exactly. Yeah. Mm. What's the evidence for it all? Yeah. What what evidence have you got to go on? Yeah. Hmm. Any ah. questions for me? Um. <laughs> no, don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think we've actually summed up all that quite nicely, and we've we've gone mm. into little avenues. It is. No, I, I, it's another yeah, huge it, topic. It, we keep picking these huge topics. Yeah. What's your? What, okay, I have one question. Not not a tricky one, but what's your? What would be your biggest takeaway that you've? learned from the last 30 minutes of talking that you perhaps didn't know beforehand um i think i think we're so quick to i i think it's okay to go with your gut feeling <laughs> i mm. think i think um that it's okay to be emotional about it um i think it's okay to trust to trust that little inner voice more often than not because i mean i you know i can think of countless occasions where i've trusted my gut instinct and it's been right and therefore mm. kind of you know, built up <laughs> evidence to suggest that trust no one <laughs> <laughs> no i'm getting yeah. better at that <laughs> yeah there's some there's some great stuff actually if you if you go into sort of looking at intuition and trust and gut reactions and all that kind of stuff, it's really, really interesting and look at levels of consciousness and the brain and the heart and the and the stomach as kind of three separate centers of intuition. It's um yeah, some good stuff on that actually. Mm. I do I do I'll tell you what I do think it as well, you just made me think of, of something is that, that subjective trust is quite possibly one of the most dangerous. In, and that and that coaching absolutely offers a chance to break that up a bit and expand your kind of horizons and perspective on on that kind of truth and yeah. trust. Yeah, um, and I think that's where we get stuck. That's absolutely. I think that's where we get stuck. We just get stuck in that subjectiveness, if you like. Um, yeah, and the subjectiveness often comes from your head rather yeah. than so yeah. that that absolutely. very visceral, you know whether it's heart palpitations, whether it's that not in feet, like you can't actually control that. <laughs> that is very, that's a deeper level of consciousness that's mm. happening. So when you get that, oh God, that person, this didn't happen or I just don't feel right about turning right down this road. I think there's going to, or whatever. You, you are relying on a deeper source of intuition that you are, it's not subjective. It is more, what's the word? It's not even objective. It's, unconscious yeah. yeah yeah it is yeah 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 which is so the the, the comment the the saying trust your gut is it does work you know should work um if your gut's nice and healthy i suppose <laughs> well, isn't it here we are we are sponsored by prebiotics and probiotics <laughs> we're not that big yet maybe uh, maybe in a few look, we always go to time. finish this and then we come up with something else that suddenly like... i know i know i know yeah <laughs> But yeah, oh yeah, I would love to hear other people's um, kind of definitions of of trust, mm. truth, or and how it's um, evolved for them over time. I think I think age is a is a good kind of um, indicator of how your trust has has changed or per perceptions of trust over time. Yes, 
very often. I, I agree. <laughs> Excellent. Should yep. we wrap it up? Yeah, definitely. Let's do it. Okay. Well, thank you all for listening. And yeah, please comment, rate, ask us questions via our Instagram or email address or anything like that. We we love to hear from you. Um, give us some topics to talk about. We we have Ooh. lots of things that we can talk about, but do suggest things that you'd like to hear me and Jen ramble on about, and we will do our best to put them together and and uh, and put them on. Yep, perfect. Perfect. Until next time. Yeah, great talking and see you, speak to you next week. Brilliant. Happy coaching. Take care. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or you could leave a rating and a review. To catch all the latest from Alex and Jen, head over to Instagram, follow at Alex Manos Coaching for Alex and at The Direction Coach for Jen. Thanks once again and we'll see you next time.